Welcome to Live Well Long, where we deliver life-enhancing, empowering messages for body, mind, and spirit to those seeking to get the most out of life, who have a zest for learning and know that learning must be an ongoing activity to achieve a vibrant, thriving life. This is your host, Alexandra Van Horn. Stay tuned for another episode of Live Well Long. Hello, and welcome to Live Well Long, the podcast where you learn many, many things to help you live well long, particularly in the area of health, well-being, stress reduction, and anything else, spirituality that helps you live well long. And today we have a wonderful guest. She's an advocate of capturing family stories and experiences to connect the generations and sharing words of the heart through legacy letters. As a family legacy guide, Ruthann helps individuals glean the most important stories, experiences, and words of love to create a non-financial legacy of generational wealth. When combined with photos, they create a lasting family treasure. And as she puts it, if a picture's worth a thousand words, a picture plus the words is priceless. As some of her family members passed away, she began to realize how many family stories died with them and how valuable the stories and words that she did have would become. After becoming a certified guided autobiography instructor in 2012, she founded Capture the Journey to help others take action and avoid the regret of waiting until it's too late. With that goal in mind, she speaks to audiences of all sizes, conducts workshops, which are also available to groups and organizations, and creates guidebooks and other resources. In addition to her legacy work, her experience over the past 30 years has included nonprofit administration as well as volunteer leadership in a national women's organization. Advancing from the local to the regional and then to the national level of leadership, she has engaged, mentored, and trained hundreds of other women to become leaders themselves. So let's welcome our speaker, our guest on this podcast today, Ruth Ann Mornick. Yay! So wonderful Thanks to have you. Thanks so much, Alexander. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much. I'm so grateful to have you. I just love lo- knowing about you and, and doing this to share the work that you're doing because I really know how, how vital it is. So many of us have that, that experience of, oh my gosh, you know, when, when this person, this loved one is gone, the stories that we don't have are gone with them. And uh, so the work that you're doing is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How'd you get started doing this work? So my father passed away. It's now almost exactly 28 years ago already. And I realized that when he passed away, that it wasn't just embodied, that we lost all the stories and the, the stories died with him. And I realized that I had an opportunity, although I had lost the opportunity to capture many of his stories, I still had the opportunity to share my stories with him. And so it built from there. And as, of course, I lost other family members, I realized that if we're not intentional about capturing those stories and passing them on and sharing them with the generations of our family, they will in fact become lost forever. And um, that is really what what drove me to um, 
help people take action and not procrastinate about it. And most importantly, not regret that they just didn't get around to it and then feel that profound sense of loss that I felt. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's because it's such a finality and you you can't say, oh, call them tomorrow. And I, oh, I meant to ask you. You can't. So tell me, how does sharing family stories and experiences benefit the well-being of the generations of the family? You know, it depending on what generation you're in. So for the older members of a, a generation, members of a family, it, it really gives them a sense of mattering that their stories will, um, that they matter not to the family, but also that their stories will continue to matter to the generations of the family. So that's a sense of well-being for, for the, the aging population Mm -hmm. part of your family right for a child the the knowing your family stories the generation some family history that that lineage if you will or that thread that that comes through from the great grandparents the grandparents the parents to the children having that thread um actually creates a sense of well-being of belonging of confidence and there have been studies that have shown that uh, where the more um, a child knows about their family history or their family stories and that they feel a part of it and engaged in it it Mm -hmm. actually does create a sense of um, well-being for the child Um, in the middle generation um we'll we'll call it mid middle age but really in the middle generation so whether your parents are still alive or not you have this sense of you're you're really the link at that point whether your parents are still alive or they've already passed on you're really connecting that generation through you to the next generation and the generation after that so i consider it almost a um, responsibility Uh to become that link in your family um that that's you know how how i feel about it but we have an opportunity to to become that link so maybe responsibility is not the right word maybe opportunity is a better word we have the opportunity to connect the past generations through us to future generations of our family. So that's a sense of well-being for us in that role because we we have um, taken action or intentionally um, made sure that those connections continue. Right. It's a sense of stress relief for those those of us in the middle saying, I, you know, I can I can do this for the future generation and you know feed feed the stories from the past forward to them. I mean, I know in the pandemic, when we were in lockdown and I, you know, and there was this concern about, well, how long is this going to last? And, you know, will I get to be with my grandchildren? And, and it was a big concern for me. And I started writing down things that I wanted to make sure I tell my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, and it was like a uh, a red, a red, not a red, a warning sign, like, okay, pay attention. You know, mm-hmm. this maybe this lockdown is not going to be the thing that keeps you from connecting with your grandchildren. But at some point that, you know, the curtain will fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you yeah. want to make sure you right. get those points right. across. Right. 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 
you know, and, and as you talk about, you know, living well long, of course, right. that is the ultimate goal, right? Is right. to live long and live well while we're living long, right? Exactly. But we don't ever know when, exactly. I mean, there are other things that are out of our control and we don't know. So uh, yeah. are we going to take action to not only make sure that we continue through the stories, excuse me, the stories, the wisdom, the life lessons, just the experiences of knowing who we were, who we are. Right. right. Um, you know, we, we just, we just don't know when it's going to be too, too late. And, you know, I, look, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. The, the, not just the regret, but the procrastination because, you know, there's always tomorrow, someday, you know, and every tomorrow, day, the brings next day, next pressures. year. You know, when I have more time someday, I'm going to do that. Right. You know, but like, right now I need to, it. you know, do this, run this errand or do this laundry or whatever it is, go to that course. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's so true. It's easy to put stuff off thinking we have decades when we, right. don't, we don't really know. Right. You know, we're right know. now, as we're recording this, we're in the, the tail end where I'm located in Florida. We're in the tail end of a hurricane. Uh, it's just past this area last night or in the last 24 hours and you know we get a, a tornado warning and so you go into your safe room and you're never really sure if you're hoping it's going to go gay okay, pray whatever but it's like right. you know what if what if this is it you know and it's uh you know yeah. even if you take that as a story as part of your life because you've you right. live in Florida, you know, for someone right. who lives in Montana, you know, hurricanes are not really, you know, a concern for them. They might have others. So right. just that would be part of your story specifically right. is you lived in a place that was vulnerable to tornadoes and hurricanes. And mm -hmm. how did you prepare for that? And was there, were there times in your life where it was a pretty close call? Like those are, those are really stories. Um, you know, right. sometimes we think of stories as little, you know, an anecdotes and little funny things, but sometimes it's about how you got through something, how you survived. And, you know, Alexander, right. you and I were talking the, the other day and you said it would be okay to bring this up, but, mm -hmm. you know, you lost your husband at a very young age and, right. um, and it was right around Christmas time. So there was a lot that came together. You had this celebration and loss and all that. And so how, how would you share um, if, you were let's say writing to your children your grandchildren or future generations how would you share your your wisdom your advice of how to overcome something that at the time seems i was going to say over uh not overcomable there's probably not a real word like that, but you know that that it would yeah. be impossible to overcome right. that you'll never get out of that that place of grief and loss right. and that alone is valuable to pass on to children grandchildren to say how i'm going to you know they're going to have things in their lives that right. they're going to have to overcome it may not be as um uh, uh, a, as big a loss as something like like losing a spouse at such a young age but but how do you overcome that and I have you know um, strong family members who also have lessons to teach me from how they you know things they overcame so uh -huh. <clears throat> that's that's what I 
consider to be a story as well right. like your your life lessons what could you teach someone or yeah. it's like really it's like a guide for them like you know how is it something they could refer back to and say you know my my grandmother went through this period or this loss or this you know right. it, it doesn't have to be loss of life it could be you know a hurricane a fire it could be a job loss i mean there are lots of ways that we overcome things in mm -hmm. our lives and those are really valuable right. lessons and we don't necessarily think how valuable they could be to future generations not to for the lessons learned but also right. just to share um part of the essence of who you are right right of how you got through that where you reached for support and it, it really just helped share who who you were and how you became who you are right it really deepens deepens the relationship you know i, I look back to you know how letter writing was common in you know the 1800s, early 1900s. You know that was that's how people kept in touch. Now we have everything is social media, right. and, you know, and uh, and I'm going to say letter writing was pretty common even 60 years ago. I mean, yeah. it wasn't actually even that long ago. That's you know? true. That's true. Right. Yeah. And and uh, it's it's a wonderful art which you are bringing back in a sense through your work, which is beautiful because. Yeah right now everything is so quick 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 um that it can really deepen the message that that people leave for each other mm. it's just beautiful yeah 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 just this morning actually i was talking with my friend Kristen, and she was telling me that she and her um 14 year old daughter were at a cemetery recently mm -hmm. and her daughter i think profoundly but her daughter said to her Know, look at all these headstones i wonder if we have the stories of these people oh, or wow. are they all forgotten and lost right. forever and right. you know that's pretty profound for a 14 year old but yes. in general if we think about that is that you know are how do we make sure that it's not lost forever right. and she just shared that yeah. with me this morning so yeah, that's beautiful for her to have that awareness for the 14 year old to have that awareness that right. she, she could be like, you know, mom, let's let's record as much as we can, you know? Yeah, so right. The writer right. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like getting back to uh, the story I shared with you earlier about my husband passing away and, and being actually buried on Christmas Eve. Um, and I had rationalized at the time. I'm like, well, the two most extreme things that can happen in a child's life are losing a parent and you know santa claus coming in christian tradition you no know, santa claus coming and in my our situation it pretty much you know it happened they came together he passed away on the 21st was buried on the 24th and it was my way of rationalizing that okay as awful as this can be it may be that it fell on the holidays as a way of softening the experience for the kids not you know not by any means wiping it away but kind of mellowing it out right you know that's how but you know having the ability to see both sides of a situation or look for the silver mm -hmm. lining you know mm -hmm. and uh but what so, a valuable lesson that is right that yeah. you know how do you how do you maneuver that and see the the beauty and the loss at the same time so. right right yeah yeah
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so you've told me about legacy letters. What are they and who would write them? So a legacy letter is, is um, really an expression in your own words of something that you want to share with someone. So mm -hmm. there are some other terms that, um, uh, that relate to legacy letters like ethical wills, which I, I don't really prefer that term because when I think of a will, I think of something that you leave behind. Right. And with legacy letters, I actually encourage people to share them now and they also will be left behind, but not necessarily with the intention of only being shared once you've already passed away. So I, I like that I idea. Legacy letters because you're writing it now, but it also becomes part of your legacy. Right. So who would share them is if you have children or grandchildren, if you've had someone special, if you want to express gratitude to someone, um, it, it could be a family member, because uh, I focus a lot on, you know, generations of the family, but it doesn't always have to be uh, a family member mm -hmm. or, or generational uh, in nature. It also could include um, and again, this is generational, but it, it could include if you have living parents writing to them, either the lessons that you've learned from them or gratitude you want to express to them. And what I what I think when I think of that, I think of you're passing it up because they are still living. So you're writing it, you're sharing it, you're kind of passing it up to that generation. Right, right. Um, but then it becomes it becomes part of your family, then you also have the opportunity to pass it down. So in the right. moment you're passing it up and it becomes something that you can pass down. Like so that. it just becomes a uh, cherished gift that can, mm -hmm. can go um, on and on. So they mm -hmm. can be written for many different reasons. A lot of times they include some sort of lessons of life or wisdom, but I encourage, even though I call them legacy letters, um, and they can be just that simple, like literally a letter where you might include your values, your guiding principles, who you mm -hmm. were, what, uh, you know, who you are, what's most important to you. But it also can include family stories and it mm -hmm. can include photos and become more robust. It doesn't right. have to. It just becomes a bigger treasure and a bigger gift sure. if you can include those other things as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say. Hey, if a picture is worth a thousand words, a picture plus the words is priceless. Yeah. And I work with people to say, let's not overcomplicate this. Mm -hmm. Let's let's think of it as a letter, just like you would write a letter. And just like we were talking about, a, you know, moments ago about the the concept of literally writing a letter as a means of communicating back and forth with people. Right. Um, you think of it in that way, you can make it very personal because you are writing to that person. Mm -hmm. And you could be writing, for instance, to a group of people. So you could be writing, let's say, the same letter to all of your children right. or to all of your grandchildren. But you're writing to them with the sense of, of that generation leaving, leaving it behind. Right. It could even be um, you could write a legacy letter, let's say to a child who is getting married and whatever you want to share with them, your hopes, your dreams, your, your guiding principles that maybe 
um, you, you, um, that they can look back on and guide them through their lives as well. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a child who's expecting a child, you could write to a baby. I mean, it really can be, um, it, it can be an expression to anyone in their life along their life journey or mm -hmm. at any point in your life journey. So right. yeah. um, it's, it's just, it's a personal beautiful. expression. If I had to say it in two words, right. it's, it's beautiful. like what I want you to know. Right. And also what I like about you saying, you know, it's something that you can do now and pass on now while you're here. The, the beauty of it is if someone reads it now while you're here, they, it can deepen the conversation. They can read it and say, well, you know, what you said about this and then open up an entire conversation and asking more questions and so deepens the relationship. Exactly. You know, I recently, um, I, first of all, I wrote to each of our children when they went away to college. So um, I can't say for sure at the moment whether or not they found it helpful or valuable. I just knew I had, to, I needed to write it, but I did know that they would carry that through their lives. And even while I'm still here, they could refer back to it. And certainly when I'm gone, right. they could refer back to it. Um, I have, um, you know, I, I have many examples of when, you know, when the letters could be written, but what I wanted to share in most recently, I came upon a letter I had written to my daughter. Um, actually, I wrote it to the universe. I mean, uh -huh. speaking of legacy letters, I wrote this letter and it was dear universe. And uh -huh. I was trying to, um, there was something happening in my daughter's life. Mm -hmm. And I was basically saying to the universe, please let this come to be like, let this happen. And I know that might it was sound a good a thing. Weird, it was a good thing. <laughs> it's a little weird, but, but anyway, and, and I, so I was expressing like all these reasons why, you know, all of her attributes and how hard she worked. And I was, you know, going through this whole thing. So I shared it with my daughter and she said to me, wow, mom, you, you really think that about me? And I was like, of course, like, you know, in your mind, you're thinking, how could you not know that? But of course, yeah. if you don't actually say it, yeah, some of it is by behavior, certainly, you know, saying I love you and uh, modeling behavior and all of that, of course. But when you can actually say it and see it in writing, it's like, it, it, it was just interesting that she said, Deeper. you really, really feel that way? And, you know, think yeah. all of that about me? And, you know, I was just like, nice. oh, of course I do. Very so nice. it was just a way for her to have that To I feel like if something were to happen to me, she would always have that. And she would always know that that's how I felt about her. Right. So it can also be affirmation of, of someone else. So right. lots of different yeah. ways. Yeah, beautiful. I remember, and I'm pretty sure it was Irma Bombeck, the columnist from, I guess yeah. she was in the 60s. And I'm pretty sure she was the one that she, she wrote a letter to each child and told each one of them individually that she loved them best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know, yeah. just, you just yeah. reminded me of that when yeah. you were telling your story, you know. But, yeah. uh, but it is so important to express what we can while we can, while we're still mm -hmm. able to. 
And, and it's hard, it's hard to do. And for many people, I would even say most, but certainly for many people, it is hard to express your, you know, your innermost thoughts or how you feel about, like, you know, how you feel about, let's say a child or a grandchild or, or a parent. And, and, um, but to express it is not always right. easy. So that's why the letter concept um, makes it approachable for people. Because mm -hmm. if I were to write you a letter, and say in writing what I, you know, what I want to say, um, first of all, writing makes it easier because we can express thoughts and feelings in writing more easily than verbally. For most people, right. that's true because when we're do verbal, when, when we're more verbal about it, it's um, a little, I won't say superficial is not the right word, but it's, uh, we don't always reach for the, for the inner essence of right. what we're, not what we're trying to it. say. Yeah. yeah, but if you sit quietly and you've dedicated a time and a space right. and you're writing a letter to someone, mm -hmm. you will think more deeply. You'll think about what you want to say. So that's why I like the concept of legacy letter because mm -hmm. it it's something, first of all, everyone can relate to writing a letter, although maybe not today's generation. I don't know. I, I, I know. Got to catch <laughs> At them. least they understand what a letter is, even right, though they might not right. have ever written one. <laughs> I've heard it said that too, that if we are literally writing with a pen or pen or pencil in our hand, it's a much different connection to our heart than if we're mm -hmm. sitting at a keyboard. And, For and, me, I have found that to be true. I mean, some yeah. people won't and don't, but right. I have found that like there's something tactical about, you know, the actual yeah. writing. The heart if connection. I'm doing an, you know, an article or a story or something, um, I won't say less personal, but um, less less communicative maybe um mm -hmm. then you know i'll sit at my computer if i'm right. typing you know an article or a chapter but right. when you're writing to someone it's like you're really writing to them right now you can type it up once you've written it and you right. can you know there's i have lots of you know ideas of how to present it how to mm -hmm. format it you know how you know do you want it to be in a tangible form in a digital form i mean that's a you know that, that's a whole separate conversation like okay i've done this like what do i do with it now right but the the very beginning of it is just getting those thoughts and words that you yeah. want on paper one of the things when i was after my husband passed and I was, you know, reorganizing, getting rid of stuff, cleaning through stuff, I found a letter in the filing cabinet that he had written, you know, basically it was his, his version of a legacy letter, you know, obviously not through your workshop or anything. We, right. You know, this was 30 years ago. Um, but I did not remember ever seeing those letters until I found them. I thought, well, maybe with all of the stress of him passing on, maybe I saw him and just filed them away and didn't register but I really don't think I think he wrote wrote them and then tucked them in there so we would find I'm not sure but it was beautiful you know and he, he expressed himself and his values and you know his regrets for you know not being able to make it to the end with us and like that you know mm. this he was from young. huh from your husband yeah 
Yeah. Oh, wow. See now, is that, isn't that just a cherished? Oh gift? my God. Yeah. I made copies of it, made sure each of the kids got them. I hope they still have them, <laughs> but I, I have it so I can always make more, but yeah. 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 It's, it's remarkable. I've had, um, young dads write mm -hmm. to their very young children so that mm -hmm. if something happened to them their kids would know them um yeah. you know the beautiful story you just told i have this letter from my dad that you know he wrote before we got married and um it, it really can be something that yeah. that is can be carried Mm -hmm. through your life and when right. you reread it at different times you will hear it differently or you know read it differently process it differently sure, because we're it that different. way we keep changing um, you know in, in your case you know at one point you have different um uh uh levels of grief as you've progressed through your life sure. right? right so right. there may be a point there may have come a point where it was comforting to you, mm -hmm. um, but that only came after a point where it was painful for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? Exactly. It, it's something we can carry. And then imagine that you can now pass that on to your children and grandchildren right. as his own words, right. and they might not have ever known him. Right. right. And they, so my grandchildren ask more questions about him you know mm -hmm. which is you know yeah. I try to paint a picture of you know him as best I can for them you know as besides photos of course right 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 and that's see that's where you become that link that I was talking about earlier like mm -hmm. you have I interchange the words responsibility and opportunity you know however mm -hmm. you want to look at it um, right. I don't want responsibilities maybe like too negative of heavy a yeah like, oh, like, oh another thing to do but, <laughs> but you really do have an opportunity to be that link yeah. so to 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 have your husband live on through you mm -hmm. to your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, right? right. So it's right. an opportunity either lost or one you'll take advantage of. And so, right. you know, right. we always have that choice, but yeah. with choice sometimes comes regret. So we have to, you know, we have to make the best choice we can. Yeah. I'm looking, I have a stack of my journals over the years. I have a stack of journals that I've written in over the years. And I remember I, I got my eye on one that when I found out I was pregnant with my first son, I remember writing in there and, and I yeah. wrote to him, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the time I didn't know it was a boy or a girl back then, you know, it was brand new, but you know, it's, I just, I'm reminded of that, that I have to make sure my son gets that. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because I do believe, although, you know, I just mentioned these young dads, which were, you know, not typically who is in, say, one of my programs or one of my workshops, but um, as far as the legacy letters goes, um, but when we get to a point, there's not, I can't say, oh, it's at exactly at age 50 and a half, but there is a point in our lives where we reflect back as much, if not more so than look ahead. So we always want to be looking ahead because we're, well, we, yes, we want to live in the moment. Yes. I, you know, understand all that, but I'm just saying like there, as long as there is future, then we are always thinking, you know, what the future is, but there does come a point, a time in our lives 
where we're also reflecting back. It might be reflecting on loss. It might be reflecting on our accomplishments. It might be reflecting on um, love, relationships. We're just reflecting about Mm -hmm. all that we've, you know, all that has happened in our lives that has made us who we, who we are. Yeah. Um, And I think reflection can be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm Jewish, and as we're recording this, Mm -hmm. um, we are right in between the Jewish New Year and the Yom Kippur, which is considered the Day of Atonement. And the whole, if I had to say in in a sentence, what what are these days about? They're really about reflecting back on the last year, essentially, and saying, Mm -hmm. was I the best person I could be? Right. Um, what, what do I want to do differently in the, um, in the, in the future? So it's, it's a time of huge reflection. Is there anything I need to, um, um, atone for? And, and we use that word to mean, are there, um, are there, uh, apologies that I need to make? Are there people I want to better connect? Connect with again. It's a time of reflection, and that's how I really look at stories and um, legacy letters and all of that. Is right. you know certainly beyond a one-year length of time, but sure. just sort yeah. of reflecting on you know who we are, what's important to right. us, what right. are the what are the most important stories or attributes that we want to make sure get passed on because you know it's a little bit overwhelming to say oh my you know my whole life story. It's really it's really um, about gleaning the most important things. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. The, the highlights, the important highlights that we want to make sure we cover mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that if, you know, some of the podcasts I've, I've listened to, I, I forget which one, but they said, you know, if there was one thing you wanted to say and put on a billboard, what would that be? Of course, that's just a one phrase thing, you know, right. but, but the idea of, you know, if, if I only have, you know, a few words to leave, what would it be, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously with the legacy letters, you get a better opportunity. To... <laughs> <laughs> you get more than five words, right? You get more than five words. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So, so, beautiful. Um, so there's a, there's a lot to be included in the concept of sharing family stories right. and we're approaching now national family History Month, Mm -hmm. which is immediately followed in November by National Family Stories Month. And of course, November also includes Thanksgiving, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, time of gratitude. So for me, this is, this is really the, the, the most um, um, wonderful time to really be thinking about how to capture all those family stories. Like, do we have an opportunity? You know, we're thinking so much about family. And then, of course, depending on what holidays you celebrate, you know, in December, it's very, um, can be very family oriented. So it's a time to actually say, how can I be intentional about uh, capturing, you know, the stories, the lessons, whatever, either whatever we want to share or what we want to make sure that we get from other family members. 
Yeah. And that's why um, that why I put together, I have a, a, a download, which I'll mm-hmm. mention now since it, it ties into this. It's seven no-tech, low-tech ways to capture family stories starting today. And you were talking about letter writing and how much, you know, technology we have today. It is so much easier now than it ever was. Um, If we focus on capturing the stories and Mm -hmm. later we can figure out, okay, we've got them. What are we going to do with them? But if we focus Mm -hmm. on the capturing of the stories, um, my friend Nancy told me a story about how her, she and her cousin decades ago when they were in their 20s, she and her cousin would gather up all these family photos. I'm sure they were just in these boxes and they would go to her grandmother's apartment every weekend. And her grandmother would tell them who was in the photo and where it was, and they would label them all. And her grandmother would tell all these wonderful stories. And I said to her, I said, did you record all those stories? Which of course, back then was either you wrote them, you scribbled them down, you know, or you maybe had a tape cassette. Recorded, yeah, or reel right? to reel. So that was it. <laughs> and so I said to her, did you, did you get those stories? And I could tell be, before she even answered the question, I could see from the look on her face yeah. that they had not. And, yeah. and, and she shared how much she regretted it. So my point in saying, telling you that little story about Nancy is that today it is so much easier. We have smartphones, we have Zoom, we have, you know, we, we have email. There are so many we ways can record to everything, write your stories, capture your stories. You can, you know, you have fo- um, photos in your phone or you can scan photos. I mean, the technology makes it so much easier right. um, on, on the one hand. And on the other hand, because it's so accessible, we tend to not necessarily be intentional about it, right? right? And so mm-hmm. we we don't um, think, oh, that's a story I should turn on my phone, you know. Or right. if I if I was with a family member, I could turn on my uh, just ask a question, kind mm-hmm. of like a prompting question, we'll call it, you know, and tell me about, you know, just turn on your phone, or if you're doing Zoom, the grandkids with the grandparent, let's say, right, so have the grandchild ask a question to the grandparent, and and Zoom you, if they record it for you, if you push the record button, I mean, how much easier is that, right, you know, and my uncle, my father's brother is 99 years old. And I spent um, lots of time emailing him back and forth. You know, I thought, okay, if, if I just ask him on the phone, then I have to remember what he said. So I would just email him some questions. Well, what about, can you tell me this about, you know, grandma and grandpa or, you know, our great grandparents, and he would, yeah. you know, answer it in an email. So you know, Isn't like that saying, great? At age ninety nine, he's it's yeah, savvy. Yeah, yeah. I love and it. My father in law was too beautiful. Yeah, sharp as could be, and yeah. I could still ask him questions. So, you, it's just so much easier. But we have to. We still have to do it. Yeah, it's not. It's still not going to be magic. But um, in other words, it's not going to just happen because you wanted it to happen. But it's right. it's so much easier to be intentional. Like I said, then putting it all together. That's, you know, the many, many ideas to be simple or creative if you just focus on the capturing. Right. But- and when we when we brought my father-in-law down to Florida, because he lived in Pennsylvania and my mother-in-law had passed years before, 
I kept trying to convince him to come so I, that I could help him. And he did finally move down. Um, probably, I think it was like 2014 or something like that. Um, but we took the auto train. And when we were driving from the train station to Boca Raton, uh, my son put the, his phone on the dashboard and just you know hit record. And then he was just asking him all kinds of questions, which That's is great. awesome. Yeah. So while we're driving along, he's, and I don't even know if my father-in-law realized he was being recorded, you know, but it was great. I have to ask him to dig out that mm -hmm. recording, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you get the best stories that way because yeah. they're they're kind of impromptu, right? Exactly. Sort of let it rip, as they say, right? You ask yeah. a question and then someone starts talking about it. And if they don't know they're being recorded, I mean, you, of course, should let someone know that you're recording them. But but yeah. you don't want to make it this uncomfortable thing like, right. oh, I don't want to say that because I'm being recorded. Or, right. Right. I'm going to interview you, you yeah, know, with yeah. this question, yeah. you know, just ask the question and say, look, I really want to capture some story. So boom, yeah. let it, let it, let it go. And um, yeah, it's, it's so much easier to do now mm -hmm. than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So tell me how, how can people get your free gift and uh, how can they reach you? So they can just, if they go to capturethejourney.com, capturethejourney.com, um, you will find everything there. First of all, the free download about the seven no-tech, low-tech ways I, that I just mentioned. Um, I'll always have, if I have any upcoming workshops or any resources, um, I'll be launching a blog. So you'd be able to find that there. So just go to capturethejourney.com. You'll find whatever you need. And you'll also have a way to just reach out. If you have some questions about capturing your family stories or uh, have some idea, maybe there's a tribute you want to do or a family event coming up, like a milestone birthday, let's say, or mm -hmm. anniversary, um, just go to capturethejourney.com. You'll, you'll be able to reach me through that. It's Ruthann at capturethejourney.com. But again, if you just go to the website, you'll find it. And um, speaking of tributes, um, years ago when my mother turned 90, here's another idea for people. Um, we had the, all the children, so there were four of us and then our spouses, so that was eight, and then nine grandchildren. And we all wrote to grandma, essentially. We wrote to her about our favorite memories and what we remember most about her nice. and um and we compiled them with photos with each family member and her and we put, put that all together in a wonderful book and present as a gift to her so there's lots of different creative oh, ways yeah. to to create to capture those stories and put them into a very creative presentation doesn't have to be that you know that big of an effort or that complicated but that was a beautiful gift that we were passing up remember I talked about the passing up but so we were passing it up to my mother for her 90th birthday but now we're passing it down to all of the generations of the family so and, and what a wonderful way to honor her on exactly. her birthday you exactly. know, to have her feel like, you know, obviously she was probably most of us at a certain age, we start thinking about you know, how long we're going to be here, et cetera. Right. So what a wonderful way to honor right. her and know that, ah, I've done, I've done good. Yeah. So we honored her. Then when she did pass away five years ago, we then, um, I, I've, I then put together a tribute 
to and compiled a lot of things as a tribute to both of my parents. Nice. So, you know, there are lots of different ways to um, to express, to share, to capture, to honor all of those things yeah. to connect the generations of the family. So CaptureTheJourney.com, I would look forward to hearing from you, um, anyone in your audience, and just um, just sharing the, the, the love uh, that family stories can bring. So Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much. This has been so enjoyable and uh, sparked a lot of ideas on this side for sure. And yeah. uh, thank you so much. I look forward to continued, continuing the conversation. In the yeah, thanks, Alexandra. <laughs> I really appreciate the opportunity. And I hope that I, if I've inspired, motivated, um, um, light, uh, uh, enlightened any of your audience, um, I hope that they will take action and um, right. avoid the regret of waiting right. until it's Don't too miss. Late. Don't miss the opportunity. Yes, yeah. indeed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. All right. Thanks, Alexandra. Thank you for listening. This is Alexandra with Live Well Long. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our important episodes. We want to be sure that you get everything you can to do your best to live well long. Feel free to reach out to me at alex at avhcoaching.com. And remember to take good care of yourself so that you live well long. Talk with you soon. Bye. Hey, psst, it's Alexandra. One more thing. Would you please share this on Facebook, Twitter, send an email to your friends, just hit the share link and pick a way to share it. I would love it. Thank you so much. Bye.